Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello and welcome to week 36 of the Foot Weekly Podcast. It's La Liga team of the season and we'll be discussing it all with our guests here and a bit more too. First of all, we have Air Japes, Foot Legend, of course. Welcome back. Thank you much, Ben. I'm back from being uh, thinking I was maybe done with the game to being sucked right back in. So, Ooh, hey, okay. there you go. That's how it works. Oh, I look forward to hearing about that. Is that content or gameplay related? Uh, it is not content. That's not true. Okay. I got like an untradeable Alfonso Davies, an untradeable Joshua Kimmich, and I was like, ah, maybe I'll play a few games, you know? Nice. And we have next on this podcast, as we pretty much always do on these content pods, Josh XL. S, hello and welcome to the pod. Yes, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I'm, uh, I've, I've, I've actually enjoyed the last, the last week of the game. I felt like team of the season maybe was stuttering a little, but I don't know. I, I don't know. We have differing opinions on the league of tots. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll talk, we'll talk about that in a bit. We also have on this podcast people will hopefully know them by now. And if you haven't, do check out that uh, the new foot player experience podcast we did, where I spoke to this guest about starting foot for the first time. Uh, it is my good friend Chris. Welcome back. Hello. Thank you for having me back again. Have you got in plenty of you know foot over the last few weeks of team of the season? Ooh. I've got enough, enough in to to mm. get my hands on on some some good smiley boys. Yes, ah, absolutely. Great to hear, and we'll hear from you about, I guess, one of those uh, because you said you'll do a a pound for pound nomination, which is uh, a player that you've found good over the last few weeks. And we will jump into our La Liga team of the season, pound for pound, who is going to be, as it always is, best value player released over roughly the past week. Can be an objective player, an SBC player. And uh, we will start off, I guess, with yourself, Josh. Who would you like to go for? So uh, picking up on something I kind of mentioned in the intro there, I think La Liga has some of the best pound-for-pound players in the game currently. At the top end, the likes of uh, Luka Modric, only half a million coins is just mind-blowing to me. But the player I'm going to pick is uh, Nahul I have no idea. Nuhul Molina, um, the mm. right back for Atletico Madrid, who is kind of, I know Hullet Gang is kind of not really that special anymore, but he, he is that. And uh, at right back, three star, three star, you can't really kind of push him too far forward, but he really does have the stats to do absolutely everything. 99 stamina, his dribblings all in the 90s, aside from his composure at 86, which is fine for a right back. Enough pace that your chemistry style doesn't really need to affect that. He's even got like decent enough shooting. I mean, he, he's got 82 finishing. There's been some attackers in Tots that don't have 82 finishing. His passing's unbelievable. His defensive stats are brilliant. And yet he's 50k currently. Mm. I just I just think he's a, a, an amazing card that with the Argentinian links, there's so many Argentinian players that you can link to if you've got any version of Messi. You know, there was a bunch of them after the World Cup. If you've got an Enzo Fernandez, future stars, any of them. And also Atletico Madrid have so many good players now that the team of the season was very kind to them on a lot of different levels. And he is just, I've had a lot of fun using him 
I use him at the base of midfield. I use him at right back. I use him at centre back at one point. I'm sorry. Uh, but <laughs> he was brilliant for me in every position I played him. Yeah, I know. That's, that's a good starting point. I also used him in the cup. And yeah, he's excellent. Like really, really solid. And Japes, what about you? Who are you going to pick out as best value this week? I am going to stick in the fullback world. I think that Alex Balde is kind of really like pretty decent value for the links that you get. Mm. I mean, the boost that he got is like kind of wild, right? We've we've talked about where you look at all the MLS players and you're like, could we have just boosted? Like, could we have boosted your reactions, you know, composure, maybe some of these things a little bit more? They were low to begin with. For the MLS, they were like, nah. For him, they were like, yeah, let's let's boost all of these by 30. Mm. So he ends up with a very, very silly car that is four-star, four-star and just awesome going forward. Yeah, high-high as well, which is always... Nice on a on a wing back player. Um, looks really good. I think the only thing is shooting is really bad, kind of on the other end of the Molina spectrum because he's got like sixty three finishing and sixty three attacking positioning. Yeah, but like if you toss, I'm just saying, you toss like an engine on him, and I don't know how many shots Ben that you're taking with your mm. left. I use him as like a left wing back. For me, I'm you know you're sending like a lot of balls into the box, yeah. little, the old German cross, and he's with an engine has 99 crossing yeah. to go with like 98 short passing, 92 long passing, and then 96 curve, mm-hmm. which gets beefy. So I I think he's really great value. I'd agree with that. I'll drop in the listener nomination now. Springfield going for Mikel Marino, uh, the team of the season, 100k and falling for a five star week for base 93 rated CM and CDM. He passes the reaction test with 94 and the rest of the dribbling is in the mid 90s. Apart from the agility and balance at 83, he's got high base defending, passing and physicality as well as an even pace split at 87. He can become lengthy with anchor, increasing his pace, but if you want to head towards maxing it out, you can go with Shadow. He's a great option for your box-to-box slot. i put Engine on him. Why, why yeah. are we going, yeah, why are we talking Anchor or Shadow for box-to-box? Yeah, although with his five-star weak foot and three-star skills, I, I see him as more of a defensive midfielder, and uh, sure. I think that base passing, which is mid-90s, is going to be really good there, and making him lengthy is probably worth it. Um, the Mention I wanted to give is for a player that people who've been listening for a while will know I'm a fan of, and that is Fakir. Now, I was actually using his Team of the Year uh, Honourable Mentions, or yeah, his Honourable Mentions version, isn't it, in the La Liga Tots Cup, and he's only 88 rated, but he was seriously good, even against the, the Team of the Season defenders that you're seeing all the time in that cup. And I thought, do you know what? Why not just pay what is essentially fodder price to upgrade him three ratings from an 88 to a 91 and bring in the moments version, uh, the team of the season version. And he was really, really good. I mean, he kind of carried my attack because my attack wasn't very strong for La Liga. And the low center of gravity he has with the 96 balance, the stocky body type, the high aggression and strength, the fact his base passing is really good with 97 vision. Uh, he's perfectly set up for a hunter. Uh, just meant that, yeah, I had so much fun with him. He's got good composure too, which helps a lot. And even those team of the season centre-backs, uh, physical players, which can often bully a lot of attackers at the moment, he really didn't have much of a problem with it at all. And yeah, he was great, great fun and, and also really effective. So if you've got a spare 30k lying around, you just want to 
pop a player into your team, maybe you're doing the cup still, make a little upgrade. Um, talking off, there have been plenty of upgrades for you, Chris, over the last few weeks. Do you have a pound for pound powerhouse for us from team of the season? You know, it don't necessarily have to be La Liga or released over the last week. Yeah, and I, I, I'm not sure about the value aspect either because these mm. would have been ones that I would have just pulled or, or, or done SBCs for. I've had a lot of success with Team of the Season Trippier at the moment. He's mm. very, very fast. He's got great crossing. The photo they use hasn't done him many favours. It's not a great one. <laughs> he was my pick for pound for pound, I think, during Premier League Tots. So oh. it's, a, it's a great show. Oh, nice. It's a great oh, show. There That's we go. <laughs> the other one as well is um, not a Prem player, but mm. ex-Prem, Team of the Season 95, Mane has been very good. That boy can move. Wait, hold on. Is this alone or what? <laughs> no, no. I, I, I pulled that up uh, out of a pack of some sort. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you kept this very quiet. I don't know about this. You've got two yeah, of like, he just he's casually, on your bench. casually well, comes into one of the like. <laughs> he's not Prem, is he? <laughs> but yeah. So he's not even on the bench of your main... Because you posted a picture for us. Yeah, a picture. he's in it's reserves at the moment. You know, you got to work your I way in play, there. I want to play. I want to play FIFA this way. <laughs> like, I just wanna, you know what I mean? Like this is these are these are the days. So I'm saying there's like a, a gold non-rare on your bench. Oh, is Alfred, He he was he's just in there temporarily for some sort of objective. I can't remember which one. I see. Uh, in I all see. honesty, I'd probably he's he's not. He'll be swapped out for Mane probably. In fairness. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So so you're not saying you wouldn't have him on the bench. No, no, no. But he'll be at um, zero chemistry. Yeah. Sorry, he's yeah, I was going to say, I mean, have you considered playing him just on zero chemistry? In your mind, is that kind of something that like feels wrong or like you think that he's not going to play so well? Like what's the, is there a particular kind of thought process there? No, I, I think I've, I, I assume that Mane would be better on zero chemistry than, who have I got? Joe Linton is on full chemistry. I hope mm. it's not too rude to say. It probably depends on the position you're using them. Yeah, yeah, that's true, actually. And just in terms of the squad, maybe I'll run through it and then people will get a bit of context around this. So you've got the team, was that team of the tournament? Yeah, for the World Cup, uh, Kane. And then yeah. the team of the season, Jolinton, uh, the uh, SBC footy, was it? Footballers. Footballers, that was it. <laughs> uh, Grealish. And uh, regular gold rare son, uh, the player of the month, Saka, Bruno G as the CDM, the team of the season, uh, Inform 85 Chilwell, left back, uh, Lindelof, the man of the match uh, as the left centre back, Ben White, the showdown as the right centre back, and Trippier, the team of the season, as your right back, and also Allison, team of the season, as your goalkeeper in a 4 1 2 1 2 brackets, too. Uh, so, yeah, it feels like Mane would. He would be better than most of the... Well, I mean, I don't know. Would anyone disagree that he's... But he's better than all of those attacking players, right? Definitely um, better. Yeah, I don't know. And then have you been tempted to think about like, oh, maybe I should try and get him in on some chemistry? There's always the temptation. Mm. Always the temptation. But I think... I'm trying to remember what um, my other like sort of Bundesliga players. There's none that really appeal to me. Mm. I've got like a few like 90s and stuff, but these are all... These are all going into the next nice um, SBC that I like the look of. And in terms of content you kind of engage with during team of the season, if you like, what stuff have you like completed? What kind of stuff have you done? You've obviously done some SBCs. 
because uh, Allison's there, right? Um, yeah. Saki, you probably did before. You've done an objective because you got Chilinton. Um, and you also made some season progress because I can actually see on the bench you've got Saicedo or Caicedo. Yes, um, he's good. So, yeah. How, like, what, what kind of stuff have you done? What have you been up to? Um, a lot of SBCs and a lot of objectives. I found some of the objectives to be a lot of fun. And I found some of them to be a little grindy. Mm. Um, there's the sort of the ones where it's like, oh, play 15 games with this setup and then another 20 with this setup and that. But the ones where it's like, oh, score, score an assist with Brazilian players, I think it was something like that. That's always a bit of fun. Mm. Some of them are a little fast. They're, they're sort of in and out within a few days. And if it's like a busy period, I just didn't have time to do them, which is a bit of a shame. Mm. Like the, um, the Matoma one. Oh, I put so much, so much time and effort into, there was like 60 or something SBCs you had to do, something crazy. It was loads. It was a lot. It was, it was so many. And I did honestly like 99% of them and then just didn't quite manage to finish it. Mm. And it, it wasn't all wasted, but I don't know. It didn't feel like a great return without, without Matoma. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're the most fun ones. And is it mainly in terms of the, gameplay you've done we've said previously you should come on a gameplay podcast and we can talk more about that but in terms of the actual modes you've been playing it, has it mainly been those objective type things or have you, you know, been into squad battles rivals champs etc mixture of squad battles and rivals those those are the two mm-hmm. uh, squad battles if it's something like was it though there's that one where it's like score six goals in one game or something i think mm. someone someone had something like that and it's like yeah for the bundesliga yeah year in review thing yeah yeah that was it oh where it was all like riddles and stuff did you enjoy as a, as a, as a new player did you enjoy that I loved googling those straight away yes <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I, I, I read a few of them and I was like okay I have no idea what's going on here good in a way because it felt like the rewards were disproportionately good because they were tough challenges to work out mm. but obviously because I was like I'm, I don't know what's going on here just tell me what to do um, but but once I worked out what it was, it was actually pretty fun being like, oh, this is a fun one. Score, yes, yeah, six in the same game or this, that, and the other. Like they, they, they were pretty fun when they're getting you to do something a little different. Knowing that your team is like primarily Premier League and that's how you're like really thinking about it. What do you, like when you see other team of the seasons, like what is it, what do you think about? I think fodder <laughs> is a, I think, oh, that's a good objective. That's a, oh, a 90, 94, 94, whatever. Yeah, that'll be great for the next um, Premier League SBC. Unless it's someone I like. Mm. Like like Mane. I'm like, oh, you know what? Mane, I like him. I know him. He, 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 is he building like loads of schools at the moment or something? I'm like, ah, he's a nice lad. I'll, no, I'll he's stick busy him in. kicking Sane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <is he> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. There's only room for one Ane in in Bayern. That's right. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it really depends on, on who I like. like. Obviously, like if I pull like a Messi or something, I'll be like, okay, well, he's going to stay. Yeah, I, I think this is probably the closest I've been to branching out mm. at the moment. So are, are you able to, like, have you been participating in the cups at all, the kind of friendlies to get the guaranteed team of the season packs? Because obviously that requires you to use teams from different leagues. Yes. Is that the the one league ones? Yes, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. So I had a uh, a Bundesliga team. I think it was with um with Mane and and some other some other guys in there. I don't know. But obviously obviously the Prem one was 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 easy. That's just like playing like normal. 
Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't mind playing with a different team if it's in the, in the name of objectives and, and loot. That's what I like. Yeah. How far through did you get on the Prem one? Oh, 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 I don't know, Ben. Not many. Not many <laughs> okay. wins. A lot, a lot played. The, the, the play X objective was, was, was done fine. The wins, I think I, I think I got like one or two, mm. in all honesty. There is like one reward for one win, right? No, so. There was, there was, yeah. I remember getting the played one and then being like, win 10, I'll, I'll, that's not going to happen, is it? Is it was it frame. obviously playing that, that the matchmaking was like more broad? So compared to rivals, you're theoretically anyway more likely to match up against someone in a higher division when you're playing that mode. It did feel a little tougher, actually. Yeah, mm. I see. I think rivals. It goes rivals, the 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 lounge, the the Premier League lounge, and then champions, which mm. is just the games way of saying no, Chris. This isn't this isn't yours. <laughs> this isn't your bit. How do you score the most of your goals? Oh, like if you, were, you like early on, I feel like when I'll, I'll like go way back, I feel like I figured out one way to score, and I was like, okay, this is how you score, and I would try to work that exact same thing every time. Hmm. Uh, usually blind panic, I think, is probably pretty accurate. <laughs> mm. at, the, at the moment, I've been like just sort of running in behind an aerial through ball and then finesse shotting it in has worked quite well so far. Maybe because Mane, who I've been using a bit at the moment, is yeah. he's quite good at that because he, he, can, he can sneak in. Finesse shot, though. Corners, forget it, though. That's, oh, he's mm. finesse, not the one. No, I love a, I love a, what's a charge shot? Power uh, shot. Hold down. Power shot, power mm. shot. Oh. Beautiful. Um, sounds like we've got plenty of uh, mileage for the gameplay podcast. So, Yes, absolutely. I was interested to know, you're going to head off. We're about to take a break and we'll be back after to talk more about Team of the Season content, things like that, uh, the Icon SBCs and uh, some other spicy content. But I was wondering whether there was a player you've seen through La Liga Team of the Season that if you were just given him, you would really, really try and squeeze into that squad. I'd be very tempted by Rafina. Mm. Balde as well because I need a better left back. Unfortunately, mm. Chilwell as, as as Sterling a performance as he's put in up till now, he's definitely I don't want to say dragging us down in case he's listening, but you know, yeah, Ch- Ch- <laughs> I don't think Chilwell was ever cutting it. Let's be like maybe in real life when he's healthy, but that's not often, and definitely in FIFA even when he's got an informed card, he's that, he's not quite doing it. That day of the year when he is uninjured though, he's great. Yeah, it's true. It'll be interesting to yeah, hear how this squad progresses over the rest of team of the season. And also, actually, Chris, uh, as I said, it'll be interesting to talk to you on a gameplay podcast. But for now, uh, we're going to leave you as we head into the break. So thank you very much for coming on the podcast again. Always interesting. Always get good feedback. And uh, yeah, any questions for Chris, send them in all the usual ways at footweeklypod, footweekly at mail.com and the pod priority questions channel in the Discord. Thank you again, Chris. Thank you very much for having me. Always a pleasure. Right, we'll be back to talk La Liga team of the season in a bit more depth and also uh, some controversial topics too. We'll be back in just a second. Hello, listener. I thought in this break I'd see whether I could interest you in this week's gameplay episode. You can find that and, of course, that 36,000 FIFA point giveaway over on the Patreon. And the Patreon keeps the podcast going and it makes Foot Weekly possible, makes it weekly. It wasn't for a time able to be weekly so it's amazing to be able to do that if you'd like to support and get those bonus episodes and enter the giveaway it's just three pounds a month you can head over and enter that giveaway directly by going to bit.ly slash 23 tots all lowercase 
or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast or just search support for weekly a huge thank you for considering it if you do and if you're a current supporter a huge huge thank you for supporting and let's get back into the podcast lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, welcome back after the break. Uh, let's talk more about the Liga team of the season. One thing that's notable, Josh, is there are a lot of objective players out there. I was taking a look before the pod and it's just, yeah, it seems endless. Yeah, and I'm quite glad that they've done that as well. I think it's a fun way to build into the, the kind of whatever the promo is. Obviously, at the moment, it's team of the season and it's four individual leagues. It's something I kind of wish we'd see a bit more of, especially if we're going to get extorted to try and get the biggest icons in the game through SBCs. Mm. I think it'd be really nice for them to help us by offering some decently rated objective cards that no one really cares if everyone's running around with a, you know, 90 rated Izzy Palats on, like no one's really going to be too upset about that. And I think Castellanos as well was the player in the daily login, which Mm. I think we should get that tomorrow, potentially the day after, but it might be tomorrow actually. So yeah, I, I I think from that side of things, they've definitely done a, a cracking job. But I, I, I actually think the objective players are the weakest players in La Liga team of the season, which is probably correct. Like that's mm. probably how it should work. You know, Carrasco and the aforementioned Palazzon, I don't think they're necessarily, you know, getting into many teams, even if you're not playing the game too much. Um, but that Pau Torres is a cracking centre-back. That Gaia's a really solid left back. Mm. And then as I say, that Castellanos, he might not have the four-star skill moves, but really, really solid stats across the board. So I definitely think they've done a done a decent job with it. And then we also got the Insigne, didn't we, yesterday for MLS team of the season. So there is a, there's an awful lot to play for, that's for sure. Yeah. Then from your perspective, Japes, in terms of players we've had, any particular other players you'd like to mention? I mean, you're always a fan of Griezmann, right? But he's he's pretty expensive at three million. There, there are a lot of very, very uh, mm. expensive cards <laughs> for La Liga that I, uh, if I don't pack, I will not be using. I mean, I think that Robert Lewandowski card looks pretty insane. I think quickly, like Benzema with five star skills feels like a little bizarre, but you know, freak with <laughs> your filier, do your thing. Um, the card that I think is actually kind of interesting and not getting the love is the Rafinha SPC. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you why. I I think he's got some pretty good like dribbling stats. He's pretty clean on the ball uh, to begin with. And while he's not, he doesn't have like the most insane shooting stats in the world. 
if you put a powerhouse on him, he gets up to 76 interceptions and 82 standing tackle to go with, you know, 92 crossing, 93 short passing, 91 long passing. And in the like five back, three back meta, Mm -hmm. for a player that has high, high work rates and 97 base stamina with 85 base aggression, I think he's pretty darn all right to be played as a wingback. Yeah. And I have... I have an untradeable Rodrigo, an untradeable Bruno Guimaraes, uh, untradeable Martinelli, and I've just sort of, like Allison, I've been stacking like Brazilian team of the season players, like in the back of my mind being like, I'm going to do a, a Yoga Benita, mm. um, or Benito, whatever it is, like once upon a time when all things are said and done. So I am almost through completing this SBC, but unfortunately we'll have to report back on the gameplay pod. Mm. But I think he, I, I like... Is he overpriced? Definitely. Does he offer like something kind of different depending on what you're looking for? I also think yes. Plus he's got like Barca links. You know, I mentioned that uh, Balde on the other side that I think is really quite good. So I don't know. He, he I think he, he potentially serves a purpose or even as like a you know very expensive super sub. He could do some damage. It's interesting one using a wing back. I think people are, put off by four star four star now if they're over a few hundred k maybe do you think that's the reason why people don't like him so much i think it was a mix of that but i think also he suffered from the fact he came out with ronaldinho (laughs) yeah Mm. very true actually talking barcelona players the one that interested me actually is kunde because he looks very similar to carlos alberto basically if you look at his stats He's controlled. If you put shadow on him, he's max pace, but he has better strength, better aggression, uh, high reactions, composure, short passing. You know, he, he is basically an upgraded version and he has high defensive work rates. Uh, playing against him, he's been a massive pain. And I think the million coins might be justified. Wow. Yeah, I know. It, it sounds crazy to say because there are a lot of really good value center packs, but uh, obviously the Barca French thing is going to help him a lot. But obviously, the thing to note about Benzema is he is actually lengthy as well, um, which we were talking about Ronaldo being the best lengthy player with five-star skills as a forward. And i maybe say it's Benz now, to be honest. And I do think lengthy on forwards is, is a big differentiator at this point when there's a lot of similarities. Um, but for me, one of the issues with the squad is I think they did a really good job in Bundesliga and Premier League of making sure there was that kind of mid-tier and I feel like we're kind of lacking that mid-tier in this squad. Like everyone's really cheap and good value to be fair, which is good. Um, and you've got a few players in the middle. Like I guess Lorente would be one and Modric would be another. But I don't know. For me, Josh, it's, it's just a bit too at the extremes. Actually Lewandowski as well, but it's those three. The reason why I disagree, I think, is that I think the level of player in the entire squad is better than it has been in the other squads. If it, for me, the level of those of Fekir, Galan, even David Garcia, who should be like, who is the cheapest one and should be the worst player, you put a shadow on him and he's an outrageously good centre back. You look at the Molina I was talking about earlier, he's a really good right back. I think he's far better than Kieran Trippier in terms yeah, of yeah. like having used them both for a while. Gabri Vega is 50k for an outrageous central midfielder. And if you, you know, if 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 you put an England badge, you know, if you gave if he was English and played for Manchester City, how much does that card yeah. then become? And and I, and I think I think that's why there maybe feels like there's not enough in that middle tier because 
actually the value you're getting in those lower range cards is way, way better. In terms of the mid-level, I do agree. There's nobody in that kind of... You have got the kind of Modric and Lewandowski, Lorente, maybe Valverde you can throw in there at that kind of half a million to a million coins. And then it's like Marino and Balde, and then everyone else is super cheap. But I think that's because a lot of these players are being overlooked. And, you know, I I got into a couple of debates with people because I said I thought it was the best team of the season team. Mm. And people saying, oh, but can't compete with X, Y, and Z. And I was like, firstly, I think at the top end, there's more than enough players here that can compete with any other team of the season. But it's those bottom end players. There's no Jonas Hoffman it just doesn't feel like there's one of those players that's like definite fodder. They may not get into your team, but they are eminently usable cards, all of them. The only ones that aren't, as I said, are probably the objective cards, which is fine. I don't care. Give us fodder for objectives. That's absolutely fine. But that's why I think La Liga Tots is is much better than I think it's been given credit for. Mm. And I think we'll see quite a few of these players start making their way into teams, especially because there's a lot of like Spanish links and club links that you can get with the chemistry system, I think that there's a lot of players from very good icon leagues or hero or hero nations. Like, you know, that's Schmollerek can link to Lewandowski. You've got French, Spanish, like there's a um, Brazilian. There's a lot of players that are going to get those links. So yeah, I, I actually think it's quite an, it's not getting the love it deserves as a team of the season squad. Yeah. No, you've actually made me think because I was using Gabri Vega and thinking this is a much better player than his price for sure. And he should be almost mid-tier if he had the chemistry links, the the hype that some Premier League players do. Um, the stats are mid-tier on quite a lot of these players. They just aren't priced like that, right? Uh, anyone else people want to mention, actually, before we move on? Maybe not about La Liga. I don't I, like, you know, I know we're, we're kind of, Tim the season's rattling through incredibly quickly, but just at the back end of Bundesliga, I thought that Guerrero SBC is very, very good. Is a lovely player to use. Yes, um, that's a good point. Yep. And w- was was something that you could add. And the price is coming down for somebody like Anderson Taliska, who I had a few games with at striker and absolutely loved. He was an awful lot of fun. Gets that perfect link to Luis Gustavo objective. So mm. just a few things on the back end of uh, of Saudi and Bundesliga that I think were were really good that need, need a mention. Well, it's funny, actually. You've made me think we should cover some minor league content this week MLS it just for me has not been the most inspiring of the smaller leagues we've had and I think there just aren't as many good players in here that people are going to look to bring in yeah they just like all of the players are just like off by enough that you look at them and you're like man this could have been such a cool card like the one that I looked at was um, Tiago Amada, who will like undoubtedly make a move to Europe and probably kill it. Five star skills doesn't have like in the ninety stamina, but then importantly as well, mm. it's still at eighty two reactions, and you're just kind of like, it's not gonna break the game, is it? Come on. If we're gonna boost that Balde card that way, I just like mm. give him a ninety. I don't think it changes his price at all. And it makes him like that much more usable. Like, I don't, you know, the only one that they really seem to give like a, oh my gosh, this card is potentially like a world beater is that Mukhtar card. Mm. Uh, like beyond that, it's kind of, it just felt really, I don't know, yeah. felt, I felt really annoyed. Well, I think with the Saudi team of season, people would probably be looking to get some of, at least three of those, I'd say, into their teams if they could. But you also had a objective player release 
same nation, club, and unfortunately, as boring as that is to some extent, that's what made that feel more viable as a hybrid option. Whereas MLS, the clubs are really spread. Mukhtar, yeah, he's German, but a bit tricky. And Vela, I guess you could use a Mexican manager. Actually, talking of managers, Josh, there's a bit of news on managers that might help people. Yeah, earlier this week, we finally had a bunch of like non-existent managers be added into the game from nations that haven't had managers before. So there's now, for example, an Egyptian manager. And I think that that's specifically been done in time with Team of the Season and it's taken way too long in the cycle. There should be a manager from every single nation, in my opinion. But mm. I'm very glad we finally got them. It has absolutely made a difference to people building their teams. Uh, and now there's loads more 5K managers in packs, which is just brilliant. Yeah, uh, there are still some missing, but it's good to see uh, them do that, even if it is very late. Uh, right, finally, we, we're going to need some, I don't know, stopwatch on this, but Josh and I had a bit of a back and forth over this uh, on Friday <laughs> night, but like Ronaldinho SPC is out, which is obviously great because I was talking about having not bought him and regretted not buying him for a while, uh, a week or so ago. Um, this is the prime Ronaldinho. And I was actually at that point thinking because he dropped quite a bit over the course of not this last weekend but the weekend before that maybe I would buy him I ended up not buying him which was good because then there were leaks saying oh Ronaldinho's gonna get uh, an SBC during La Liga team of the season which um, yes was was great to see but the price has certainly caused a lot of people not to be too happy he came in at four million coins and uh, maybe slightly above that actually and uh, the price of Prime Ronaldinho by the time this SBC came out or in the build-up, because obviously there have been leaks saying that this was coming, was down to like, I think it was 3.2 million or something that he went down to. Uh, yeah, I think it was his lowest sale, yeah. Yeah, which actually is still <laughs> pretty much the same price he was when he was first released or not long after he was first released in January, um, which is kind of mad. But I guess just from my perspective, I could say it quite simply is, I was looking at Ronaldinho a week or so before the SBC came out at 6 million coins. And if someone had said, there's going to be a 4 million coin SBC, I would have bitten your hand off. And naturally, when I saw he came out, he was 4 million. I was like, oh, I could have bought him, I guess, for like 3.2, not so long ago. But now he's rebounded anyway. He's like 4 million or something. And, and actually, maybe even a bit higher now. So it ended up being, at least in my view, not too surprising that he was that price considering the way they've priced SPCs. The cycle has been like, we're pretty much hitting the price that they are on the market. But I know Josh, you thought it was just not very sporting to release at that price. If he had stuck at 6 million coins and and that was where he was, I, I would probably be on board and say, I think it's probably a fair price. I still probably wouldn't say it's brilliant value just because of the volume of players you have to submit. Um, I think for me, it's it's the way we think about these SBCs. I think it's fine up to a certain cost, but once you hit a certain level and a certain rating of squad that you need to submit, I think we have to think about them differently because, you know, the argument has I've seen made many times, sometimes by myself, has been, well, it shouldn't be any more expensive than it is on the market. And it should probably be cheaper because you can't sell this on. Mm. But the counter argument that I've seen is if you make the SBC cheaper, then the card just becomes cheaper because people now no longer have a need for the card. And I and I do understand that. But most SBCs, so for example, we got the, I think was it Makalele um, yesterday? Mm. 
you can do those SBCs with just things that you've packed, just things you've got in the club, just might have it lying around, maybe old promo cards you don't use anymore or the foundation cards from Libertadores, for example. When it's a 92-rated squad or 391-rated squads or is it 590-rated squads, you don't have that lying around in your club. And there's no way you're going to have that lying around in your club in any reasonable length of time to complete the SBC. So you're having to pay coins in order to complete it because you have to buy those players. And once you do that, it's now a sunk cost. You're never getting those liquid coins back. When it's just an asset, I can understand the argument that they actually have zero value. They're just the asset itself. I, I can get that side of it. But at that level, you have to pay coins. In order to complete this SBC reasonably with a normal club, you're probably still paying, what, three million of it? Two and a half million of the SBC? And for a sunk cost player in the middle of team of the season, in the middle of May... I just think it becomes too expensive to expect people to complete that SBC then. Now, if the idea is that they're not supposed to complete the SBC then, they're supposed to work on it over the two months that it's out in order to get that player, fine. But in two months' time, 94 Ronaldinho is not going to be anywhere near the top 10 list of wingers in the game. And even now, he has a better version in the game. Now, that version has been extinct at 15 million coins. And is also I a just tiny upgrade, actually, to be fair. It's like plus it, two. It, it, it is, but it's, but it's still a better card, right? Even, yeah, even yeah. if it is only a tiny upgrade. I think the problem with somebody like Brian Ronaldinho is more that he is incredibly rare, and that drives his price over the fact that he's a good player. Because he is a good player in game, but... You know, I've spoken to pros and seen a lot of pros say that he's not worthy coins. Don't bother doing this. Like he's a good player, but it's a nostalgia factor to see the ponytail flapping around rather than necessarily because he's going to win you a bunch of games you wouldn't otherwise have won. And I just think when you price in the nostalgia factor into an SBC where you're never getting those coins back, I don't think it's represents value for money. And I think it's something that we shouldn't I, and I don't think the community has accepted it as being the way that those SPCs should be priced. Mm. Yeah, no, I completely agree with those points. I though. just like, yeah. too late in the cycle, man. Yeah, In February, I wouldn't have had any issues with this SPC price. Put it in for the rest of the game. Put it in for six months. Hit UO in February. If you want to work towards this, you're not going to be able to get those 92-rated squads without massively overpaying at this point. But work on it, make it so that you can go after it over a long period of time. Because if you want to do it now, yeah, you can do it now and you can get it for that price and you can use it for a long period of time. But as Jake says, it's, 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 it's too late for me in May. I would say as a bit of a gameplay defense, right? The market is never too wrong in terms of a player's price, in terms of how effective they are. Yes, there's going to be some nostalgia element. There's going to be hype. There's going to be rarity factored in too. But it does make some gameplay sense normally a player's price so there's that but also i would say that at this point when stats are getting so high rondinos are really quite high even if they're not like top top team of the season tier what people tend to look for is essentially a uniqueness that can help unlock an opponent's defense and in my view rondinho is exactly that player he is Unique in terms of his dribbling animations, that's definitely for sure. He's unique in terms of his body type. It's a completely unique body type. And he's unique in terms of his running style as well. He's somewhat unique in terms of being large physically, but being very agile and having five-star skills, of course, too. So in many ways, he is kind of what you want to look for at this point. And pros, they don't look for that. They are interested in, in my view, players who are 
incredibly consistent at this point and can produce those patterns that they're looking for. And Ronaldinho isn't that player. He, he's a fun player. He's an enjoyable player to use. He's the kind of player who's going to uh, enhance your gameplay experience and add certain things, animations that you won't necessarily have seen before and can kind of surprise you. And obviously, you know, pros don't particularly want that. So I would really encourage people, especially if you haven't used him before, to give him a go. And yeah, obviously, I'm biased. I've been kind of working towards this for a while. I have a lot of untradeable fodder uh, from past promos and things like that, like non-gold rares, the sort of 88, 89, 90 rated, uh, because I thought, you know, uh, Rolandino SPC may come and I'll use it for something else if not. So I'm going to be kind of completing him without spending any of the 8 million or 9 million coins that I'd actually saved for him. So obviously I'm very happy about this and I should say that right now, but in spite of that, it's, I think it's just such a good SBC to do if you're going to be building up the fodder. Yeah, I think the tricky part for me is with these big icon SBCs, they always release them at a time in the cycle where they you don't get to feel like the full power of the icon. Yeah. Like if I'm going to invest 4 million coins, I want to feel like I'm going to get a significant number of matches out of the card. And I just feel mm. like we're at the stage of the cycle where like probably not yeah. is the answer. But we're also at the stage where that 4 million coins is a lie in terms of how much it says it is because realistically you can get so many high rated fodder players relatively easily that aren't going to be appearing in you know your foot.gg generated solutions because they're untradeable fodder players that you can only obtain through random objectives and things like that that you're never going to be play paying anywhere near that price are you and what else are you working towards at this point what you should be working towards in my view is things that make the game more fun and anyone who's used Ronaldinho previously knows that he's a player that can kind of revitalize gameplay to some extent because he is so much fun to use. And that's even when he's maybe slightly behind the curve, which I actually really don't think he is at this point uh, when you consider what he can offer in game and the kind of different variation he can add to your attack and the uniqueness. To be honest, I, just bias aside, I don't think there's a better place to put your high-rated fodder. And however long it takes, which may end up not being that long, depending on the fodder we get post-team of the season uh, or during team of the season, I, I definitely think it's absolutely worth it, of course. Um, but anyway, I think that's pretty much where we're ready to wrap up. Um, but is there anything else that we want to get into? There is one more thing we haven't covered slightly off topic and a, a bit soapboxy. Last night, again, Vinicius Jr. was subjected to an unbelievable amount of racist abuse in a oh, match yeah, against yeah. Valencia uh, and was eventually sent off despite the fact that he was put in a chokehold. The president of La Liga and Valencia's mayor, Valencia as a team, have both put out statements essentially saying it was his fault and I just find it absolutely despicable. Yeah. EA are becoming the named sponsor of La Liga next year and unfortunately in these situations, money talks and... As, as a player of the game, I would hope that there are discussions going on behind the scenes and hopefully something public to back Vinicius Jr. and to try and stamp out the racism that he's now experiencing week in, week out. Because, as I say, money talks. No, I'm glad you brought this up, actually, because it's something that I felt was worth mentioning. And I think with, I believe, La Liga becoming even AFC La Liga, we'll see how that pans out, but something along those lines... It just seems 
mad considering how committed they are to their campaigns around yeah, say no to racism yeah yeah exactly say no to racism etc cetera, etc cetera, uh, with the cosmetics and those gestures but here's somewhere where they can put their influence their money on the line and say to la liga look we don't stand for this you need to be stronger on this it's not acceptable and i mean they need to say that because it's going to reflect very badly on them when it is not La Liga Santander that's being accused of being a racist league, but instead potentially EAFC La Liga, then yeah, that is going to reflect badly on EA and FC as well. So definitely something they'll need to be thinking about and will hopefully uh, be pushing internally. Now we wrap up this podcast, I guess, on that important point and uh, we can say our goodbyes. Uh, Josh, it has been great to have you on this content podcast and uh, where can people find you, including some uh, so rare success, actually. I'm enjoying my sorrow at the moment. It, it happens when you make £600 from a team that costs you £300. It, it, it tends to happen. Mm. Um, but yeah, both I'm, I'm, I'm tweeting about that and FIFA all the time at the moment on uh, at JoshXLS underscore at JoshXLS. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's where you can find me. Nice. And then we move on to Japes, who will be on the Gameplay Podcast. And uh, the Gameplay Podcast this week is a supporter episode. And I know, Japes, you do have some things to share around gameplay, which will be interesting. And if you would like to listen to that supporter episode and every supporter episode every single week, it's the same podcast, but just, you know, the gameplay version, uh, just as long. And uh, you can get it into your podcast providing app, pretty much all of them uh, directly. So it's just like getting your regular for weekly, but twice. And uh, if you would like to get it and sign up now, it would be a great time to do so because there's a 36,000 FIFA point giveaway going on on the Patreon and you can find it. And in fact, if you are a supporter and haven't uh, entered yet, then you can find it the same way by going to bit.ly slash TOTS in caps 23. I think it's in caps. If it isn't, then try it lowercase. And uh, there'll also be a link in the description of this podcast. And you can just search support for weekly. It's the pinned post on Patreon. A reminder that it is just three pounds a month and you're keeping the podcast going. And uh, we might even, it sounds like, maybe even get some uh, tactics, Japes, on that gameplay podcast. Perhaps, you know, try it. We're in, we're in my own form of silly season here where mm -hmm. you just end up trying like random stuff. Some weekends it works, some weekends it doesn't. The weekends it doesn't, I want to quit FIFA. The weekends it does, I'm like, hey, <laughs> you know, maybe I'll play a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Plenty of that chat, I'm sure, over the coming weeks. And uh, it's going to be fun to do that. If you would like these podcasts directly into your podcast feed, then do subscribe if you haven't done so already. And subscribe on YouTube, of course, where you can also leave a like, drop a comment. It does definitely help. And if you are listening as a supporter, a huge, huge thank you for supporting the podcast and making it possible. And a big thank you too to those icon patrons. Dave B, Hugh J, Coach Vass, DJ FIFA Player, Alan G, Alistair, Anthony R, Dominic P, Rob P, Jeff B, Stephen F, Tom B, Damon H, David S, Nick Jack M, Eric T, Neil P, Adam G, Dan W, Waterman, N Hagman, Harry A, Jake G, Roger D, Springford, Elec, Bracco, Nishant, Harry P, Alex M, Lee A, Brendan W, Andrew C, Joe W, 
Timothy J, Dylan, J Kel, Ibis24, Adam R, Sam K, Graham W, Andy, Ads H2K, and Brian V. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Plus a special thanks to Luke M, Dave B, Hugh J, Tom M, Darren W, and Pato Foot for advice and production assistance. Before I leave you, just one more thing to add, though. FIFA's a bit like life, really. It has its many ups and its many downs. If you're having a few more downs than ups in real life in these more difficult times, then please don't feel that you're alone or need to struggle on without taking action. If you go to thecalmzone.net, there's loads of resources, advice, support, or even just a friendly chat for anyone who needs it. If it sounds like it could help you, then head over to thecalmzone.net. And for now, have a good one, and I'll catch you on the next podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network.